kicking down all the doors, guarantee you, boy, if I ask for it, it's gotta be real big. I gotta make it just for my kids and for their kids, just kids, that's wealth, years and years. Promise my brother, soon as he out to finish this bid, we finna do it bigger than anybody ever did. The odds is real big, jobs, that's real big. Say trying a little, my God, is real big. Stayed up on the grind on the cars, is real big. I gotta do it big, the only way that I can live. And I promise I'm trying to, before you count me out, homie, let me remind you, they was blocking the shine, now I think it's my time to, careful them dollar signs, like lights, they'll blind you, let me rewind to, back when I was broke and I couldn't acquire two cents, and now I got two rents, they was sleeping on me, homie, must have got too big, call my phone, I be like, who this, damn right, hell yeah, I'm brand new, smell like can too, I'm fresh forever like can food, try and tell me what I can't do, I wanna see the world, my vision on Shamu, that mean I got goals that's real big, foes that's real big, y'all offer too little, sorry, my soul is real Hey, everybody. Thank y'all for tuning in for a new episode of TK's Chronicles of a Black Sheep podcast. I'm the host, TK. Next. Hello, everyone. I'm Nika Pinks. So wait, why we always got to be next, next, next? Because y'all don't act right. After, see, here we go again. After I, I myself, we talked to had the conversation about y'all doing our own intros. And I was ready every today. Episode, though. Every episode, I, I, we got the same problem. So I figured if I said next, one of y'all would go so I can get to the point where we can inter, in, introduce the guest. But y'all, y'all yuck it up every damn time. Like I was ready, ma'am. I was ready. You barely got out next, and I was already saying my thing. Come on, ma'am. You messing us up today. This one's on you. Yeah, you do your thing. Come on, pimp. What it is, what it do, what it be, it's your one and only DA. What's happening? And back to you, TK. Come on. Well, I like that. Back to you, TK. <clears throat> I should have had some alcohol tonight because I, <laughs> I was really trying to behave because it's supposed to be mental health and I didn't want to look like I'm self medicating, but. I have to medicate with y'all, apparently. So, uh, yeah. All right. Now, so tonight, uh, after we didn't have to go through these little list of shenanigans, and I'm sure this won't be it, um, we have we are talking about mental health and me. We know that this month is mental health awareness. Um, and, whew, you know, there's always that stigma with our mental health. So... We have a special guest on with us tonight. We have Chiquita Johnson, which is the podcast host and creator of Chronicles of a Virgo podcast. Hello, everyone. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so we are we are very honored to have you on because, like you said, this is your second collaboration. So we believe in the number two. So it, that was. It's supposed to be like that. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. Thank you guys for the invite. Most definitely glad that you came. Um, actually, man, glad we ran across you too. Um, you know, it, it'd be hard out here in these these podcast streets. So, you know, meeting meeting good people is 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 always a plus. So, most most definite. So that's what's up. Um, so, how how y'all week been this week? Oh, oh, Lord, the look, the look. 
I guess I'll get it started then. Shit. Uh, my last week, you know, I think I said last week I had a rough week too. So this is going to be going on, what, week three of rough weeks for me? Yeah. I, didn't, I won't even lie. I'm going to come and be honest with y'all. I'm not going to sit here and fake it. I had a whole emotional breakdown and had to clock the fuck out at work. I was like in tears. I was singing, slanging, drool and stuff. And I ugly cried and I had to take a moment and I clocked out. And I utilized my EAP because, yeah, we, gonna, we might have to put some stuff together because, yeah, I wasn't there this week. Yeah, that's being honest. I mean, hey, and that that is being like that is being honest. So, and a lot of times that's the thing we we have to be honest with ourselves. So, yeah, I got my walking papers, so I'm straight. You got your walking papers? Yeah, I got my parole papers. I'm getting off the rock, baby. I know they glad to get rid of you. Lord, I know they glad to get rid of you. Now they already asking me, um, so who's gonna who's gonna take your place? Who's doing this? Y'all should have thought of that. Not me. Uh-uh. That's your problem. Uh-uh. I say, hey, I tried to set it up. Y'all push back. We don't need to be doing this. Okay. Now all of a sudden, who's who's gonna be taking over this? Yeah. Y'all thought I just sat in my office and looked cute. Uh-uh. Okay. So now y'all gonna feel it. Okay. So you having a great week. You huh? good. You you said it was it, like it was, I ain't gonna say rocky. It was kind of kind of frustrating because uh, I ain't gonna say frustrating. It was I don't know what it was. It was just weird because like so we have being over here in Korea. We have we observe the American holidays and the Korean holidays, and so sometimes they coincide. Like example, Memorial Day is next weekend, right? Right after that, I want to say it's Buddha's birthday. So <laughs> basically, so from Thursday of next week until Thursday of the following week, everything gonna be closed. Oh shoot! Because it's like that birthday, and then it's a Memorial Day, and Buddha's birthday, and then they come back that Friday, then that Monday they close again, and I was supposed to leave on Tuesday. So, no, on Wednesday, I'm sorry. So, I had to change my flights and all that stuff. And I was just like, so how am I going to get all this done? And I said, all right, never mind. I'll make it work. So, outside of that, yeah, I'm chilling. Oh, I had to pay $1,000 for this car, but it's cool. I mean, I'm about to sell it anyway, so. You good, Daddy Warbucks? But no. you, 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 had me, you had me at... They thought you all you did was sit in the office and look. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they always. Oh, you could do it. No, I got stuff to do. Oh, you don't be doing nothing. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. And now they feeling it. Oh, who gonna do this? Who gonna do that? Yeah. Uh, uh, no English. No English. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, the Kero Taco Bell. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Like, yeah. I just, I just heard the thunder too. So, pinks, we, it might be coming. Yeah, so I heard some thunder. It's on now. Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, uh, and Chiquita, how was your week? I, I know you've been under the weather this week. 
Yes. Um, so my week was better than last Still battling COVID, but on a scale of one to ten, I will say we roughly eight overall. Um, mainly because I'm still here. Amen. Yeah. That part. That's so, what's up. So yeah. <laughs> Blessing. I'm sure he ain't took his meds. <laughs> now I had some cookies, so um, I had some chocolate chip cookies. For breakfast. Oh yeah, I'm on one. Without the bird shit. Yeah, without the bird. Yeah. Okay. At this time, I got smart. I ate it in the house. So just FYI, Chiquita, what happened one day? He went to go get some cookies. He's walking out of the restaurant, about to put the cookie in. I was out my house. If you're gonna tell a story, tell it right. Oh, my, my bad. My bad. He's walking out of the house with some cookies and a bird just nicely took a shit and it landed on his cookie. <laughs> and he was in the foulest damn mood. <laughs> he was in a bad, he was in a real bad mood. Oh, God, please. He really was. He oh, ain't doing shit. He was angry. Like, For I've like never seen somebody so angry. He was angry. <laughs> Because like you gotta understand, like being over here, it makes it made me appreciate the the simple stuff. Because you don't stuff you take for granted over in the in the states, you don't have here. So simple things as a good cookie, a decent cookie, uh, hell, um, Chick Fil A stuff like that. Like, man, we should have that tonight. They don't have that stuff here, so. Hell, matter of fact, case in point, I was happy as hell. I went to McDonald's yesterday. Drove 45 minutes to go to McDonald's. So, yeah. All righty. Well, I mean, whatever, whatever floats your boat, I'm sure you're going to set it off when you get here. Okay. And you, ma'am, how was your week? You know, I kind of don't remember. Her, her only fans I do. Off. Don't play. Um, actually, yeah, okay, now it's coming back to me. Um, <laughs> this week was one of them weeks. Well, you know, it was like you show right. <laughs> like you 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 show right. Like y'all know the job situation. And they was in rare form in this last week. Shit and shenanigans. Like, even with my peaceful face on, I still got in trouble. So it, it amazes me. You know, I'm trying to keep the peace be and then an employee and be social, even though these hoes be on a bullshit. And uh, I still ended up getting in, getting in trouble. Um, in some shape, form, or fashion, and then what I got in trouble for, I was like, for real? But you know me, like, seriously? Yeah. You show right, I could show your bitch ass better than I can tell you. <laughs> so, um, we just gonna be praying and manifesting for me a, a new job to come on, come on up, so I can be like, 
Yeah. I done already told her when she go to do that, I'm gonna be right there with her. I'm gonna be trying to, I'm gonna be trying to have my radio up loud with fuck you, bitch. <laughs> fuck you, bitch. I'm yeah. So, I'm, but, why are you gonna give them that energy though? Like that's I guess to me that's wasted energy. I mean, because you know, honestly, like I, I really try to give um my best energy dealing with people that are so fucking low vibration and fucking miserable um you know i really do you know i try to you know see somebody having a bad day hey you all right you know i really do even though in real time i really don't be giving a fuck because they don't give a fuck about me don't nobody ask me how my fucking day is how i'm doing but you know i i i, I really do try to do that you're right. You look a little sluggish today, you know. That little thing give my ear when I really don't want to hear the dumb shit, you know, that kind of thing. So I really do try to set up that cracker joke. Hey, you know, okay, what y'all doing to my kitchen? Kind of thing. You know, that ain't my kitchen because my fucking kitchen don't look like that or whatever. But hey, you know, that kind of thing. And people were offended by some things by that. Let me say, hey, what you doing in my kitchen? And I said it with the most. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't my motherfucking kitchen but people were offended I'm like he still don't understand he don't get it no he don't <laughs> all week that's why i said I, i'm 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 ready to go with her because they've been picking on her all week just all picking, week picking. i i hadn't even talked to you to tell you what happened the other day but, but, but you know what i'm gonna say though you know we already had this conversation I already had the conversation. It's happening because that's not where you're supposed to be. And, I know. You, oh, I know. Yeah. You don't got comfortable. You want me to stop? No, I ain't. And <laughs> Charles, I have not. I have not gotten comfortable. You can't get comfortable in a place where you don't belong. Like, you know mm -hmm. how you get invited to somebody's house and they be like, take your shoes off? My shoes still on. I still got my purse on my shoulder, still got my jacket on. I ain't got comfortable. That ain't mm -hmm. what I got. The job is a well, job. It's, it's making you move, nah. It's making you feel the urgency in your step. Yeah, I ain't never got. The comfortable. universe said it's time. What the? What's that old Negro spirit say? You got to move. You got to move. Man, say. When the Lord say, "Get ready." You got to move. So that's what, what's going on now. So yeah, that that part. So I was just like, you know, I, I laughed at some people's pain this week. I ain't gonna lie, I did cracking the fuck up but hey you know it is what it is but time is coming it's gonna be all right yes it will be it's gonna be all right yeah i answer the universe nice to go and drop that lottery money in in my, in, in my hand we're gonna be all right even better even more so yeah um that's what we are so we're gonna go ahead Chiquita like oh hell no what's this <laughs> it's, it's, it's a girl if i told you it's a whole whirlwind it would blow your mind girl it would blow your mind i understand we all have jobs or have had positions like that where we felt um undervalued or very you know but you just gotta keep pushing through it that's just my little motto and I, I mean, I, I had a, my current job now. I, it, my um, relationship with my boss wasn't always the best, um, but I kind of just changed my um, my outlook at her and 
just know that like she's a human. Like even though she may say things that I would not normally say, or even act that for that for that manner, um, I just try to think of like everyone's going through something, and a lot of people they don't know how to appropriately handle what they're going through, so they project their own problems and insecurities out on other people. Ooh, there it is. And so, I promise somebody else, somebody else we had on. I think Alta Gracia mentioned that, and somebody else that we said had mentioned that so i've been trying to do that because baby it, it definitely fits but i've been trying to do that but I, i'm i'm 44. I, I i don't do picking and prodding i don't like my grandma used to say stop picking i don't do picking <laughs> and at that point the crap is it, picking and you know you keep poking the bear yeah yeah, I, I got you. I got you. <laughs> and I mean, the environment ain't good for my mental health in the first damn place. It's, it's that That's my working anxiety. When we kind of talk about that, that's the working anxiety right there. Because I never know what I'm going to walk into. And this week was one of them weeks where I, I walked into the bullshit. So, yeah. So it's like, mm, you, you, you sure right. Mm, mm, okay. So... Yeah. So what? So, so what? We're gonna talk about mental health, right? Yes, we are on the mental health. You know, mental health is one of, like I said, one of those things that are that's just um, it has that big stigma in the black community. It has a stigma. Actually, seems like more and more in a lot more communities. Um, sadly um even this month we've seen some um sadly suicides um occur like the the um college student the black girl that basically put her her message on ig um saying how she's been struggling and she's been trying for years to hang on and be like hey hey i got some problems over there hey and she just got to that point to where she just couldn't take it anymore oh yeah so um then of course you know the the mother of the judge um she committed suicide as well um using a, a gun um 79 years old so mental health um man um it's, it's it's a little rough around here um not even um talking about the ones the the situations that we don't know or didn't get the media attention but um we know it's happening everywhere definitely happening everywhere um so of course they i deal with my own shit, so i I don't have no gripes about discussing my own shit. So, um, but yeah, I mean, um, mental health is just one of them things that that is it just touches and pulls at my heartstrings because um, I know so many people that deal, and I know a lot of people that suffer, and a lot of us suffer because you know, of course, um, some people don't. We don't have people around there that listens, so um or hear hear that cry so we definitely want to um you know let's talk about it like 
have that open board of discussion because I mean, hey, it might it might definitely help somebody because shit, mental health is real. It ain't no punk. And it's taking people out of here left and right. So that's why I know I asked somebody what how their mental health was today. <laughs> I didn't get no response. I ain't gonna say no names, but uh, <laughs> y'all. If you're in trouble, blink fast. <laughs> so speaking on mental health, um, I think I'm, I'm gonna let Chiquita hang get hang to this because one of the things um, that she was very honest about, and like I'm sure people don't think about this aspect of it now that we've had. COVID has been here for over two years now. And one of the things when we were talking last night is you talked about your mental health, which you have in COVID. Mm -hmm. So can you talk about that a little bit? Because I, 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 just the thought, I was like. I know. Yeah. So like you said, COVID is something that's been here for about almost three years now. And since it started, the main thing that we have saw and heard is them talking about the medical aspect of it, like what it physically does to your body, how it can tear your body down, pounce on your head, you know, just all the the side effects of it. But you rarely hear about the mental part of it or just you don't really hear a lot of people speaking on how they mentally felt when they were going through, you know, COVID. So for me personally, um, for one, my encounter happened out of nowhere. I thought I was just getting sick again because I had just gotten over bronchitis twice. And for me, when I was sick, I tried to find the root of the problem. Like what is causing, what could what could possibly be wrong with me? Like I'm out of whack. I may not be in alignment with something. What is it? And then I soon found out that I had caught COVID. And at when when I first took my um, test, I happened to take it while I was talking to one of my friends. I immediately bust out crying on the phone because all I thought about was death, you know, like, cause you kind of associate certain things with certain things. And, you know, I associated COVID un- unconsciously with death because we've seen so much of it around us when you hear about people having it, you know? And the good thing is like, my friend was able to like, help me kind of like re- remove that initial thought and just try to focus on something positive, even though that wasn't a positive encounter. And I'm the type of person that I've done so much self-work to build myself up mentally. I was like, I, I can do this. Like I really can, I- I'm going to get through this. It's not going to be bad. But unfortunately, like my case of COVID was one of the newer strains. And it, I really felt like it was about to take me out physically and mentally. And I literally was, I think it was like last Saturday, I was like planning my funeral. I was writing out my will. I told my friend like what to tell my mom, what to do, where to, you know, cremate me, take me here, do this. And um, she was just like in the moment, just listening, you know, but that's how I really felt. And it was like, it didn't matter how much like I positively affirm myself, how much I prayed, how much I talked to God, 
how many spiritual songs I listened to, I just really felt like I was done because the physical aspect of how I was feeling was at that at that point controlling my mind. Yeah, like really controlling my mind, and it was but so much I I couldn't prepare for it, you know, because first of all they were saying like, oh, COVID just feels like the flu. Um, my my case did not feel nothing like the flu, you know. So I'm like, well, they told you how to prepare for it physically, but what am I supposed to do mentally? And like, I have all these tools and resources that can help me, you know, but if I can't physically move, how can I do the things that normally help me, you know? So yeah, like it was a constant struggle. And then I think it was like Sunday, I just woke up and I was just like, no, like I've been through so much shit in my life, you know, nothing amounts to COVID but I've been through so much shit in my life. And the thing is I've been through, I got through it and I'm still here to tell my story, to talk about it. So I'm like, I'm gonna get through this one way or the other, I'm going to get through it. And then here I am now. <laughs> here I am now. That's what's up, that, that is what's up. And I am the thing is I've heard that from some other people that I know that've caught COVID and they was like, you're mental is very plays very healthy is very heavy in that part when you're thinking and you're thinking about what you've heard on social media what you may have heard from other people where they was like you know they freaking out like oh lord am i gonna make it through this like is this gonna be my time so that it because of everything that you've heard or they was in a room with somebody that had COVID and they didn't pass away or something like that. And you're that, your mental kicking in, wondering like, Lord, if I'm finna make it up out of here, like it, 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 it does weigh heavy and it does, you know, make you wonder because you're not in control at that time. And usually those are some of those points when we do have those episodes is we're not in control or we're in a, in a weak place. Um, and the mental, takes over you know the mental is in the driver's seat and you know sometimes life hand you a lot of lemons too a lot of life can hand you a lot of lemons and sometimes you didn't hit that that lemon that 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 limit like ain't no more lemons i can't take no demo so how can we how can somebody that's just seem like they're trying and like the more that they try it just feels like the world is just knocking them down. How can they kind of just hold on and kind of try to come out the fall? Um, so for me personally, one thing that I kind of had to like keep digging in my mind how to look at situations when they happen is not so much why is this happening to me? Why did you think why do these things happen, but more so how can this situation help me? How can I take control over whatever is going on? So I'm the driver behind the wheel and the situation is not controlling me, but I am controlling it and what happens. And I know it's a case by case thing. You know, some people's situations and circumstances are more extensive than other people, but it just, it takes work. And I wholeheartedly believe in allowing yourself to feel however you're going to feel like like you said earlier it's not always flowers and sunshine we don't always have 
the best days where we wake up, we jump out of bed and we just dancing down the hallway and we just feel so good. Some days we wake up and we, you know, some days we wake up and we don't want to get out of bed. Me, I believe in however you feel, acknowledge that this is a feeling. It's just that it doesn't have to control you. You can control it, but don't be, don't be afraid to be in that moment and feel whatever you're going through. And in that moment of feeling that, whether it's depression, anxiety, whatever it is, keep telling yourself, like, I'm going to sit here for a little bit, just a little bit, a, a, little bit. a day or something, but I got to get back up because I got work to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, so isn't that just, is that actually helping the situation or is it just like you just covering it up to keep moving? Because I think I think a lot of, especially in the black community, that's what everybody do. That's they they take a pause just to catch their breath, but then they go right back into it, not really addressing or dealing with the situation of their feelings. They just kind of compartmentalize, and well, I I gotta do this because of of whatever X Y Z. And they just keep moving forward. And somebody said in the comments, um, how can black people have a positive mental health with all that's going on? How can you see? How can I guess you say, how can be something? Oh, how can we be something that we don't see? So how yeah, that's how can we have a positive mental health when all we see is the negative all we see all everything that we deal with in life regardless of of what what economic status you in you deal with struggle well i think it's important to if you are a person like i said that's why i said it's a case by case everybody's situation and circumstances are different you know um statistically show it does statistically show that even people that are at the highest of their careers or financial statuses, they are the most people that have more mental health problems and more anxiety and stuff. You know, as far as like when you are being a person that you may wake up every day and all you see is like violence, all you see is depression and things. I feel like the more you focus on the negative, you draw negative to you. You know, so Sometimes it, it takes like digging deep and trying to put yourself or at least your mind where you're trying to go. You know, if uh, if I'm a person that lives in the inner cities of wherever and I wake up every day and it's violence all around me, but deep down I know that I don't want to continue to wake up and see this and feel this, I'm going to try to make, create a plan for myself and my family on how to move forward out of this. You know, to me, it's not masking the feeling. Like you said, it, yeah, that's what a lot of black people do. We know we feel like crap. We don't acknowledge most of the time that we really feel something because people are too shameful. People are too prideful. So yes, however you feel, sit in it for a little bit. Sit in it and feel it because it is something that you feel. Like acknowledge that you're going through something. We don't give ourselves, we only want to give ourselves credit when it's something good or when it's something bad, or it's a bad feeling. We just want to act like it don't exist, you know? Yeah. No, feel all that stuff. Credit the the good, the bad, the evil, whatever. 
But just because you credit credit it and acknowledge it does not mean that it has to dictate your path. Does not mean that it has to dictate your your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. And like I said, I know it, it. It's one of the things that's really complex. It's so linear. Everybody is different. You know. I was raised um, in a household that whatever happens in this household stays in the household. And a lot of my friends, they were they were brought up the same exact way. So what happened? When you get older, <laughs> things happen to you. You don't tell nobody. You hold so yeah. much of that stuff in. You know, mental health wasn't something that was discussed when I was a child. I knew at times I felt like weird, you know, like I was really sad or like I was hyper or I was always shaking. My family was just like, girl, there ain't nothing wrong with you. Mm-hmm. You got too much stuff to be uh, to be sad about. You're you're blessed compared to other people. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But in reality, like, no, I probably really was sad. I probably really was anxious, you know? And for me, I was abused in my household. I was sexually abused in my household from grade school up until middle school, you know? But they say, what happens in this household stays in this household. So you can't say nothing, you know? And it happens to a lot of people, unfortunately. And then we go on through life and we just keep let, let stuff happen to us. And we just put it on the back burner because we're just going to keep pushing forward and not addressing the trauma, not addressing these experiences that really, really hurt us, you know, until we realize sometimes we're pushed in a corner where we have to sit with it and we have to address it. You know, that's just that's just my opinion. But like I said, it's, I know it's different for each each person and each experience. True, true that. Um, yeah. said uh, we have Sir God on tonight, and he said uh, self awareness and self love is part of the puzzle. Yeah. The puzzle of mental health. Uh, that's what he said. Yeah. Well, then it, it, it still goes back to what I uh, what I what was said and what uh, Albie said. It's like how. You and you just kind of hit on it. If we're not being shown how and understand how, then we're gonna continue to be in this 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 circle. Like I mean, it's it's easy to say, hey, you need to do the X Y Z. Bam. All right. But if somebody's stuck in the mud, or somebody, if it's my analogy, if somebody's in the fog. Um, so long, where to the point where it's clear to them, that's all they know, the fall. So anything outside of that is different. And so we as people don't like to be different at times. Now, um, if all a person sees is negative, 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 then how are they going to see the positive? And, and Sorry, go I ahead. Mean, I'm trying to say it's I hear what you're saying, but we have to take a time and and breathe and sit down and and be self-aware. But if you're not, if all you know is negative, then that's normal to you. I get it. You're in your comfort zone, right? Right. Because being negative is so easy, but being positive is so hard. But it's only, things are only what you say they are. So if you say it's hard to get up in the morning and work out, then guess what? It's going to be baby. 
<laughs> it's going to be more a struggle for you to get up. If you say it's hard to focus on something positive or to see a, a positive shift in a negative situation, guess what? It's going to be just that because that's what you're claiming it to be. Sometimes we have to be, actually be still in a moment and let God do his work. We pray about everything that we want and we still try to have our hands on everything at the same time. You know, sometimes things are not for us to control, you know. But again, like I said, if you're a person and all you see is negative, you have to make that change within that you actually want to see something outside of that. And when it's presented to you, then you have to take the necessary steps to move forward. Yes, it's going to be uncomfortable because you're not used to seeing the good. You're always used to seeing the bad, you know. It's just like being in a relationship. We all been in, you know, relationships with people and we may have thought they was the best, but we knew they had a bad side and we, we were not meant to be with them, right? And we cycle, we go through these cycles of bad relationships with people and stuff. And then we're like, damn, why am I always, I always get with people, men like this, or I always attract negative stuff. And then you get that one person in your life and they are everything that you desire and more. But because you're not used to seeing this good in a person and used to people treating you good, it's uncomfortable for you and you've run the other way. Hmm. You know, like when 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 it's uncomfortable, I believe that's when you're supposed to push forward more. Yes, we can wake up and we can see negative stuff around us all day, scrolling through social media, watching the news and stuff. I'm an empath, so I feel almost everything. But we also have to have the self-awareness and consciousness to know when to accept certain feelings and emotions as our own. Yes. And we have to develop the skills that's necessary for us to move forward. Just because my home, my friends are struggling and they want to stay where they at, does not mean that I have to stay where I'm at and not if I really don't want it, you know? Like you have to find it, you have to be your, your positive inner critic. You know, I see all this negative stuff all the times, but I have to come to a realization that just because I see this, this not this is not my end all be all. This does not have to be my final destination. Yeah. And trust me, I hear you. And I know firsthand as a black woman, it's hard to think positive all the time, especially if you work in a white workspace, right? The odds are already against us as a black woman, black man. It's hard. We're expected to get up, go to work every day with a smile on our face, be respectful, you know, let them let people talk to us and project things on us all the time. And we still have to remain solid. Why? Because if we say something wrong, we are labeled the angry black woman, angry black man. You know, sometimes you have to just really turn the mirror around on yourself and be like, why is this affecting me so much? Why is it affecting me so much? But that's the another hard part because a lot of people are so ego-driven uh, that we don't like to take accountability for certain encounters that we put ourselves in. We don't like to take accountability for some feelings and emotions that we bring more on ourselves. Pinks, what was you going? What Ooh, was you? Going I, I, I'm taking it all in. Yeah, I definitely. Um, I agree with her because I feel like a lot of times we take on extra shit that's not ours. Do you know if you know, especially because y'all know how I am with triggers. If you know this is your trigger, why are you gonna continue 
to let that stuff come in and affect you. Turn off the fucking news. If you have to disconnect, disconnect. This shit, we're not even in what's going on over the water. But me seeing and reading that every day was making me feel some kind of way. And I'm like, wait a minute. Take a moment. You need to disconnect from that. Turn off the TV. All these shootings and this and that and people die. It was too much and I was getting overloaded. And it's like, okay, I have to take a moment to disconnect from this because I'm starting to feel it. And a lot of these emotions are not mine and it may sound selfish, but I'm not mentally able to handle that right now. And I got to keep me together. So if I have to shut different stuff down to physically line back up, that's what I have to do. And I feel like a lot of times we take on more than we need to engaging in shit that's probably not our business and in asserting ourselves different places we don't need to be yeah and it just adds to it yeah and you know like and we i know all of us have a facebook we sit on facebook all the time i'm taking a sabbatical you see where people then this you know um deactivated their pages just to get that break because a lot of times the stuff that we let in affects us more than we know Mm-hmm. We see the stuff on Facebook where people are like, um, you see people getting married. Some 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 things would even with that is like, oh, if you're not in that situation or in that space of, you know, you want to get married and things ain't aligning, that could be something that could cause to cause your depression, make you feel down on your luck. You do see so many people with shootings and this and this. Sometimes you also got to know how to unplug from the negative because the negative don't, all these negatives don't equal positive. They just equal the bigger, deeper negatives. So mm-hmm. you, you kind of got to know when you need to disconnect, even from family and friends. Sometimes I know we all got that family member or that friend that always got some always mess going on. And calling you, I'd be like this now. I no, I already know what that is. I'm not gonna answer that. But at the same time, I'm honest when I know that my mental, what I can handle and what I can't handle at the time. Yeah. I know that, and now I know that I'd be like, mm, no, I'm gonna need to go and take me a couple of days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I know. I can't. I'm all right now. I'm in my weak point. I know what I can't take. And sometimes we, us black people, because we are always supposed to be so strong and we supposed to have it and not let things affect us. Sometimes we got to be honest and take that S off our chest. Mm-hmm. And just like you said, B, if this is where I am and I'm having a down day and I'm depressed, I, I let, let me let me have my moment. Let yes. me see what put me here. And let me get out. But at the same time, I know I have things. Like, music is my, that's my therapy. Like, I'm, I'm, my headset, you know, I took my headset right before we started. But I always have my headset on. And even at work. You know, I got in trouble for that, too. Sweet. Uh, I put my headset in, and I'm playing my music. Like I told you, I'm either playing my music or depending where I am, I'm listening to, the, uh, listening to other people's podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um and stuff like that, but I know music is that place. It just puts me in the it, it tunes all the all the nonsense and shenanigans out, and it just puts me in a better headspace. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. 
I get it. I got it. Let, let me, you know, let, let's, let's get it. So it's like that reset button. So I can also agree with Sir God where he said that as well um, earlier. Like you, you, you gotta unplug. It's self care. Sometimes we we neglect ourselves a lot of times for trying to do everything and cater to everybody. Yes, sir. That's all fine and dandy with the whole sabbaticals and all that stuff. But again, it's like it's the cycle because I'm gonna use your example of unplugging from Facebook. Folks, unplug from Facebook. Oh, I'm gonna be gone for for X amount of days. First of all, if it's for you, why are you telling everybody? That's a, that's again, it's my personal opinion. Why are you telling everybody? It's like you want somebody to to give you a reason to stay. But then when they come back, they back in the same shit. So, what did they do during that time? Like, maybe that's I'm confused when it comes to that. I think that's more of a them issue opposed to like. That's more of a them issue. If you if you decide I'm taking medical from social media for six months, right? I'm detaching from social media to personally work on my self development, and that's like being able whatever that is for you. You know, do more self care stuff, go to therapy, whatever. If you are truly doing the work, a lot of things that were entertaining to you at one point are not going to entertain you because you're not you're going to elevate. You should elevate if you're actually working right and i and i i agree i mean i used to do it too i used to announce everything on social media and then because i wanted to see what someone someone said i, I agree with you for, for that um <clears throat> that purpose some people need the acknowledgement they do because they can't give it to themselves so like i said if you're going to take the time away from social media or just from people in general take it for a good cause because whatever you do outside of that point the ball is in your corner and it'll show back up when you come back or whatever. Like if you decide to go to therapy and like you truly are healing areas of your life that you know are problematic. Again, if you come back to social media, you won't be able to scroll past stuff and just keep, well, you should be able to scroll back stuff and keep moving. Everyone, but everyone's not like that. It's more of a self-control thing too. You know, I used to be obsessed with celebrity news. I mean, I still am to an extent. However, I've realized because people's opinions make me mad, right? I'm human. People's opinions make me mad, especially if I just see somebody just badgering a like, for example, I think we talked about this last night, maybe. The whole Meg the Stallion Tory Lanez thing, the way that yeah. people go at Meg the Stallion, whether you think she lied or whatever, someone still shot her. She's still a black woman. And just some of the, the hateful comments I've seen people say, it like pissed off. But again, that's their ignorance. That's their opinions. I can't change it. But what I can do is control what I'm going to look at and just keep it moving. You know, it's more of a, you have to be able to control yourself and how much of things you're going to just be a part of that, that you know are not in alignment with where you're trying to go. But if you want to stay at a standstill, by all means, stay feeding that feeding into all the negativity and all the chaos online and everywhere else. Because I guarantee you, if you do that, you're going to be right where you are, you know? One of the things, uh, I'm going to jump in because I've seen this comment with uh, Lisa. Lisa said, I'm a personal trainer. 
I can help you and motivate you to take to make a change, but you have to want it to you have to want it out to and you have to put in work is basically that's, what she was that's saying. My- <laughs> oh hey, hey mama, hey. <laughs> so I love that she said that because there are some people that are going to therapy. And you can go to therapy and you can talk to the therapist all day long and they can give you these tools how to do this how this let's try this let's try this but if you're not putting in the work and you're not doing what they said you're not taking those tools and using those tools when you do get depressed when you have anxiety then it's Mm going to be a rotating circle you're not going to get out of or know how to cope with your triggers or any of those things so you're just going to keep spinning the wheel yes sir um i'm glad you went that way because she said it and i started thinking about it because i did the research on this shit and it tripped me the fuck out so only four percent of all psychologists psychiatrists social workers are black so Mm -hmm. if only four percent of the people that you're trying to go to uh for help understand your issues how is that truly going to help you because you, I- have to be, you have to be emp- empathetic to the situation that um, that your client, your person is going through. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that's, and this is from personal experience on both sides, being <clears throat> a provider and being a, a, a patient. A lot of times the things that you go through are getting downplayed. Oh, it's not that bad, blah, 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 as a person of color going to a non-personal color because they don't see your issues and your your situations as being valid so my question is do you do you think that that plays a a huge part in the why uh we don't go seek help i think it's part of it I think one part is a lot of people are just too prideful or they think they, they're ashamed to actually go sit down and talk to somebody and tell someone that, A, I'm, I've, I've been feeling depressed or I've been feeling suicidal because they may feel like they're going to be judged in the process. Or some people just, they're so strong that, yeah, I feel this stuff, but it's nothing wrong with me. I'm just, I've been dealing with this all my life. I don't need no therapist. I don't need no psychiatrist. And then on the other side, some people, you know, they they want someone <clears throat> that resonates more with them, right? And I'm gonna be a little, be a little controversial because I have had a black therapist, black woman therapist, and she was very good, a very good listener. That's what she did. She listened to me. She didn't really. She was a gift and a curse because I could go and I can just pour everything out. But once I'm done, she's just looking at me and I'm just looking at her. And I come back again the next week and she's like, oh, you did the same stuff you were doing last week. Yeah, but I'm coming to you because I don't know how to stop doing this. Or like, can you help me develop some more tools to do that? A lot. I felt like she looked at me more of a friend. You know what I'm saying? Whereas though my current therapist now is a Caucasian woman, right? And... When I first started with her, there was a lot of stuff that I had pondered through my mind about saying, oh, you know, a Caucasian woman. But that matter, I'm like, is she going to understand me? Is she going to judge me? 
And I feel like you you can ask certain type of questions to kind of wing people out the same way you would do when you're like dating a person. You can ask questions to see where a person is. Before I can even ask certain questions, just through solid conversation, she let me know who she was. I felt comfortable in knowing that she was going to show me compassion and not judge me for the stuff. I knew she really wanted to help me. She's been helping me address things that other people wouldn't take the time or day to talk to me about. Because she wanted to see, she wants to see me continue to do good. Whereas though when I was, I had a black therapist and I was super excited. She didn't do that. She just sat there like, you just keep doing the same stuff. Like what's it going to take for you to get better? And at that point I had been through tons of people trying to wing the right person out. Go to a psychiatrist, you tell them your problems a lot of times. They will give you five or six different medications that's going to help you be okay, but not try to help you find the mm -hmm. root of the problem. Yeah, they drug dealers. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I'm going to back you on that because I will say this, and I, I, I'm hearing this so much with a lot of people that we've had on and things like that. People are quick to say, find you a black therapist. Mm -hmm. Find you a black doctor. Find you a black OBGYN. Find you this and this. You can't bet you can't bet black on everything, and I'm just being honest because mm -hmm. there are a lot of black doctors, psychiatrists, whatever have you, that are still in it for the money, just like the, the Caucasian, Hispanic, whatever people. You mm -hmm. have to find the person that works and resonates with you, because it's not always black. It's a lot of black doctors that don't listen to us, and like you said, she just sat there and was just looking at you every day, like. <laughs> Okay, all yeah. right. You know, that kind of thing. They're not always there helping either. So just because somebody is a black psychiatrist don't mean, oh, you didn't hit the lottery. It's mm -hmm. still a catch-22. You still have to go. You still have to see, okay, is this person right for me? Does this person work for me? Does this and this and this? I don't believe everything by black because, you know, just like they say, support black businesses and you can go to a black business and get treated worse than you didn't win when you went to a Caucasian business. So let's just be real. Yeah. And I mean, I get it. I understand the concept of why people want to go to a, a black therapist or a black psychiatrist. However, the same treatment you get from a white person, you can get it from a black person. You know, that's the unfortunate side of it. And I'm not, don't get, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that there are not good, you know, African-American uh, mental health professionals out there because there are, yeah. you know, a lot of them are booked up right now. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. There are, but I just, I, in me, I just solely believe in doing your research. Like before I have to see any yeah. doctor, whether it's an OBGYN, a therapist, whatever, I am doing solid research. I'm looking them up from what's on Google, what's what their reviews say. I'm pulling their LinkedIn. Like I'm looking at all this stuff. And because I know I pay for insurance, if this don't work, I'm going to start it over again. And try exactly. Anybody else. Because at the yeah. end of the day, when you know what your, um, what your worth is, I know I deserve good care. I know I deserve someone to actually listen to me and then help me. I'm going to get what I deserve one way or the other. Yeah. And I feel like with a lot of people, they, because they don't know their worth or because they're too prideful, they just don't take the time out to really put that focus and that shift on themselves. And then they miss, you know, they, uh, the unfortunate part is 
they miss out and they lose out on whether getting help or just trying to, you know, trying to move forward. Yeah. And, and, and I, and I agree with that. Um, I, there was uh, kind of going off a little bit of topic, but it's still talking about doctors. So there was this thing going around in San Antonio, this list of black OBGYNs, because that is one of, that's that thing. Everybody wants black doctor, this, black, this, that, this. But mm-hmm. when people got to talking about people that have gone to a lot of these doctors, one was like, man, yeah, she's awesome. Check her out. And people was like, ooh, ooh. And then you got to these couple of ones and it was like, oh, my God, he's horrible. He did this to me. He did this. Oh, my God, she don't listen. She misdiagnosed me and turned around. And I had this cyst and I had stage four cancer. And, you know, she kept telling me to get over it. It wasn't what I thought it was. So I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. So I said, I, I, I. <laughs> and Sir God said, black people, do you do you worse than anybody else? And so but where does that come from like because what does what come from like this like where does that come from because <laughs> if you really look at historically this is just my opinion now before desegregation we all was thick as thieves we didn't have these issues because we all what we all uh, we were all we had now all of a sudden it's like it's like like they say crabs in a barrel so so remember when they did when when they had the what was that the reason when they redid the the story about the the black panther movement and how that that everybody was you know they was doing this and doing that and we was they was upholding and they trying to uplift the black community and you had that one f-a-n I am gonna be nice and not say what I say the actual word, but you had that one person that didn't like what the code, even though they was in there at first, but they had that one person that maybe got their feelings rubbed wrong or didn't like that you was moving up above them and they wasn't getting no recognition. And that one person started collaborating with the enemy and shut the whole damn thing, got the whole shit shut down. There's always one. Somewhere, there's always one. And I think a lot of times when you're dealing with like professionals, whether it's like a medical professional, a teacher, whatever, you're you're always the patient or the student, right? So they always have one up on you. Like you have to listen to what I say because I'm the one with the degrees and the certifications and all and all the um the training. So I know what I'm talking about. And you're coming to me for help. So you have to take what I'm telling you because my word is bond. And I feel like a lot of times it's more yeah. of, of a like a authority thing. You know, I can think of situations where I've argued with doctors like, hey, this is wrong. I, this is what I'm feeling. And they're telling you, no, you're not feeling that. Well, how are you telling me that I'm not feeling what I'm feeling if this is what I've been going through for however long, you know? Or they'll misdiagnose you with with something else. And unfortunately, yes, I think a lot of people want to look at it like we want to. It's like each one teach one, help the other person elevate just as well as you are. But that's not. That's just not some people's reality. Unfortunately, they want what they they want what they could get to move up, (laughs) 
and once they up there, instead of trying to help other people move up, they'll do things to keep you down. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Sir God, he said the Willie Lynch syndrome. Woo! We can talk about that one all day long, baby. We can talk about that one all day long. He also said, um, oh no, that was Shayla. She said, all skin folks ain't kin folks, baby. <laughs> so then it goes back to to in the beginning when I was saying that if all we see if the people that if our reflection um is negative how are we supposed to know what's positive but this is the thing all things aren't negative you know all things black folks aren't negative all things white folks aren't negative you also have to have some common sense and a sense of discernment to know like that's just like with me being at this job I know who the snitches are. <laughs> I deal accordingly. Okay, nobody in there tell you that they know my business because I don't talk to I, I don't talk to I don't talk to wolves like that. So can't nobody in there tell you my business. I know who is who and I know who is what. Because I sit back and you know I observe a lot. So I peep game. I know according to what what's said, I know who said what. Cause I watch body language and how folks act and stuff too. So you you also gotta use your common sense and you gotta what they used to say back in the day, you gotta peak game. That's like when doctors when it comes down with Asante. Don't think I ain't have to cut no doctor off because we wasn't on the same page or he his idea was far fetched. In the beginning, I had a doctor telling me to put him in a facility because he wasn't gonna be able to maintain on his own. Uh, yep. Let's go on. We're gonna we gonna go ahead and get this show on the road and look for another doctor because we obviously are not on the same page. Your method instead of helping me find therapy or some kind of assistance or whatever other doctor he may need, your option is for me to just put him in a facility. Really? We ain't on the same page. You gotta find what's on the same page. Like straight, like if you just like okay, think about it. Hate to bring him up again. Think about with this Kevin Samuels situation. Kevin Samuels, everybody, one people, you got people over here hate him, people over here love him. But in the end, when you see these comments, you see Kevin Samuels, you know it's going to be negative and positive in them comments. People going to feel some kind of way. So if you got a friend that comes out in there and they negative, negative, women ain't shit, women ain't shit, are you going to still be dealing with that person and following that person? No, you need to unplug because y'all ain't on the same page. You ain't got to have no beef, but y'all ain't on the same page. It's okay to dis- disconnect from the negativity and going on over here because you can agree to disagree. You ain't on the same page. We ain't got to make enemies because we ain't on the same page, but it's okay when it's for the betterment of yourself and for you not to fall down that rabbit hole to disconnect from negativity. And a lot of times we don't do that because we're comfortable in the negativity. We're comfortable with being in that down and depressed state to where it's just comfortable. We don't like being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Let's just be honest. We don't like shaking the tree. We don't like hurting people's feelings a lot of time or be speaking the truth. That's where a lot of times the black sheep has the problems that we have. It's because when we do speak it, people get in their feelings. But you got to be able to be like hey 
this this ain't for me like that relationship that ain't working for you but some people just want to have a man so they dealing with it sometimes you got to realize like hey this ain't for me this ain't the environment this ain't what i want figure out what the hell it is you want if you want to get better and be better we got to kind of we got to shake the tree just because mama said oh we don't do therapy around here but you know you got a kid that need therapy you gonna have to tell mama and go get your baby some therapy you gonna have to remove yourself from how you feel and even what your what your thought process is and get that baby some help and that's where a lot of people are when we see stuff that are wrong with our kids or we see that there's a delay or something wrong some of us want to sit in this pot of we don't do therapy we don't do outside assistance we don't do this and then our kids are suffering we're not getting them the help to get them out the hole so that they can be better greater that's autism sickle cell whatever it is depression anxiety those things we we we, ain't, we can't fix everything despite what everybody else says oh you got it you good you good no we can't fix everything mamas can't be super all the time we yeah we have to doctor up some stuff but we ain't we got to remember we we not a psychiatrist we not this we got to go this way and go get this baby some help or even help ourselves because we put ourselves last a lot then that's what you got to do if you want to be better if you want to be better we also have to set examples because if your kids see you suffering not handling your business then they're looking like that 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 generational curse is still going because you're not helping yourself and they're looking at you like hello you you need to be over here sitting on the couch with me you helping me but you're not helping yourself so we we gotta we gotta kind of them them generational curses we gotta break them change ourselves and do what's best for us don't sit in the shit like real talk don't sit in the shit i ain't saying we every day is gonna be a good day because it ain't but just like chiquita said we kind of also have to look at things in a different light because a lot of times and i know we all didn't see it the old pinks we definitely in said oh the retrograde then gave me a flat tire <laughs> no yeah. nine out of ten you got a flat tire because you got them old ass fucking tires on your car that been on there six years and you didn't have them patched in every place that you can and you know you needed a tire that's why the hell you got a flat or you ran through some glass you seen the glass and wasn't watching where you were driving and ran over the glass if it was a big ass bottle it was something you could see but you was on your phone texting and driving so you didn't see it don't blame retrograde don't blame the devil because people quick to blame the devil for something a lot of (laughs) things is just what it is and sometimes we get programmed in life of everything that happens like said a flat tire or something like that or you didn't lock your keys in the car yeah it could be a convenience but that don't have to set your whole day that don't mean it's a whole badass day because one thing that happens sometimes we just moving too damn fast in life and i tell my son that you can have a bad moment that doesn't mean you've had a bad day like you can still bounce back from the from this this moment this little moment you can bounce back and the rest of your day can be great we all have moments life is going to happen we can't control that but you can look at how you take things and look at it in a different light and i think overall it's about also coming out of that whole victim mentality like a lot of times like we 
we are all like some people we are oh, always everything is always somebody always doing something to us it's always somebody else causing us to be this it's always someone else causing you to go out and do something crazy there's never no self accountability Ooh, there it is there's never no accountability oh, shoot that is you know so again we, we out here we trying to we're trying to elevate we're trying to break these generational curses but we still struggle to take accountability for what we did wrong in the situation or what we could have done better we oh. want to everything has been so negative but like you said everything that happens for us because i don't always believe that things happen to us i believe that things happen for us right things mm. happen for us not all even though it may be negative I believe that that negative can quickly turn around to be a positive, but it all depends on like my your thinking and what action you're putting behind it. You know, mm -hmm. if something is happening in your life and you want to change it, you're going to do the necessary steps. I hope to change it, or you're going to do what you've been doing to stay right where you are because you're comfortable and because coming out of that it, it's too hard because you don't want to be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But a lot, of, a lot of times getting to the next level means getting uncomfortable to be where you really are supposed to be at. But you got to let go of that victim mentality and thinking that everybody is out uh -huh. here doing things to you. And trying to get you. Everybody trying to get you. Yeah, like, you know, I'm the way that I am because of my ex. Okay, your ex may have been a piece of shit. However, that's done <laughs> and over with. Where do yeah. you do better person? Yeah. Because that was five, ten years ago. You know, <laughs> that part they five have, ten years ago, and you still like this because you ex <laughs> from five or ten years ago. And and and, I, and that's what I meant by sometimes we cause our own mental damage more than a situation or an experience. It's it's us. You know, we you know social media can be the devil. You scrolling through and you see something that you want, but somebody else got it. And they make you feel insecure. And they make you feel jealous or whatever. It's not your timing. Just because you see that person with it does not mean that you can't have it, you know? But no, we rather sit back and just be mad and angry about everything and then blame everybody while we can't get ahead in our life opposed to taking control of our own life, putting more into ourselves, and then going after the things that we really want. Yeah, we may wake up and we may see negativity all the time. That just may be, that may have been our reality for a long time, but that does not mean that we have to stay there. Like, we know the difference between good and bad. We know what we've been seeing and what we've been doing is not good. We know it's bad. We want to change it. So what are you going to do to change it? It's, you know, you like you said, you can go to therapy all the time and talk to your therapist about the problems they can provide you with the necessary resources and tools or what you can do if you're triggered here's a coping skill or if this happens this is what you're supposed to do but you have to be the one to do it mm. yeah we gotta want to put in the work to be better um and this was one of the things this week i'm working with a lady myself and um was trying to even myself look at things differently and when she checked in with me this week and she said, how are you? How's this? Have you done ABC? And I was lying. I, I was honest with her. And I said, you know what? I said, I honestly haven't. I said this week, I'm, I'm drained. I'm tired. I'm very overwhelmed this week. And she said, 
Is it possible to fall in love with the feeling that you identify as overwhelmed so that it energizes you rather than subtract from what from making you restless? And I sat there and I read it about five times because I was like, damn. Mm. Damn. And I had to I had to think about it for a little bit because I was like, I never looked at it that I've never thought of looking at it that way. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, hmm, okay. Let me actually start trying to look at it that way as, you know, vice versa. So she's been like the, the, the eyes and the back to help me flip, flip my regular thinking, think the you know, flip the thinking that I've grown accustomed to thinking. And I was like, oh, oh shit. Uh, okay, I got you. Appreciate that. Bet. So she's been sometimes we have to have another set of eyes to mm-hmm. look at things from their perspective to help us see things in a different way. Because, like I said, a lot of people are so quick to look at everything as being negative or the devil did it or the retrograde that did it. Or, yeah. <laughs> Do y'all think that it comes from... Uh... Did it come from the way we had to adapt to overcome back in the uh back in like the the 40s, 50s, and 60s? Because if you were doing good, uh it's possibility that you get attacked and possibly killed. So you had to to portray that you're in a bad situation and it just became normal and so it's easy to say to look at the bad versus the good Mm. so you know misery loves company right (laughs) i know that i'm just saying i know i'm i'm just saying misery in that situation for me misery loves company because one of the things is when you got somebody in your circle around you that ain't doing good and you already in the place it make you feel much but so much better and comfortable when somebody else ain't in there and then y'all next thing you know you got a whole group of 50 and everybody sitting in the same shit and y'all having a whole party in the same shit because misery, like misery loves company i don't need them because yeah. i'm gonna need somebody if i'm sitting in my shit i'm gonna need somebody like hey stick a hand up and pull me out I pull me out the shit don't oh. let me sit in the rest of these other comfortable motherfuckers because i don't need to be comfortable <laughs> not sitting in shit if we all if we can make money we all gonna make money not yeah. just oh, I'm gonna do it myself. What's this? And that goes because now I'm thinking. I think it is a. Uh, I think we do have a. We have been mentally conditioned to think like that. Yeah, I think there's people in a place where some people think in that same slave mentality mm-hmm. that they're not supposed to have better so they don't strive to do better or come out of that frame of mind that they're thinking let me give like, you an example let me give you an example like everyone knows if not all some of oprah winfrey's story right mm-hmm. yeah. you know she was the ugly duckling dark skin 
you know, her mom went to go work for um, a family and because she was dark skinned, she wasn't allowed in the house. She had to sleep on the porch, right? Like mm -hmm. we, we noticed, we noticed she was abused and like all this stuff, she was depressed, suicidal, all this stuff. These things were things that were programmed in her as a child that somewhat followed her up until like her adult age. Just think if she didn't realize that I deserve more or there's more to me than what has been told to me, do you think she would be where she is now in life? And I know a lot of people, I know a lot of people don't really care too much for Oprah and like Tyler Perry and Steve Harvey. However, they all they went through a lot of transitions and cycles in their life where they, where they came, where they came from like you know the gutter i guess some people would say sleeping in their car homeless and then something clicked in them like no i i have to do better like i'm 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 more than that and then look they went out and they start they started doing different things and they are where they are now you know and which, which is uh, which is funny that you said that because those are the type of stories we need to be looking at and we frown upon like they have been through literal literal hell on earth and we talk shit and we as a people as a community talk shit about them mm -hmm. and all they have done from what i've seen i don't know what they do in their private life but from what i've seen is all they have done is try to help us and it's it's amazing but i think a lot of people a lot of people down it because they feel like it's not enough. You know, you can help someone with but so much, but exactly. I force you to take the next step to want to take your life in the right direction. You know, I can donate money and gift cards to charity and do a whole bunch of things, but I can't physically make you go get it. And yeah, in the situation that you're in. And I know a lot of times when you look at different public figures and celebrities we a lot of times we see them for what they are not realizing that they have a background too they some of them mm -hmm. have struggles everything wasn't always given to them you know but we expect so much more because of people's status that we don't give them the benefit of the doubt let me give you another person because we're talking about black people i'm gonna shift it a little bit you know who joyce myers is Joyce Myers, yes. that name's not for me. She's a pastor. She's like, she's okay. like, like on TV. Is that the, the mm -hmm. big head lady with the, look like a hot top fade? You know what? She does not have no hot top fade. <laughs> <laughs> she does not have no hot top fade. But the thing with Joyce Myers is she has like what you would be, what, what would be considered like, I guess, a mega church, right? Mm -hmm. And people see her for what she is, but like her past, like she, her father sexually abused her from the time she was a child to her teenage years, living in the same house. She told her mother, her mother didn't do anything at all because her mother was so dependent on her father. She thought that if she left him, she couldn't do it. She couldn't raise these kids. So Joyce grew up to be this miserable, evil person. She projected all her hurt and negativity on everybody. And, you know, she met her husband and he was everything that she felt like she didn't deserve because why do anybody want me? I'm I'm not, I ain't shit. Nothing good has ever happened to me. Her husband was patient with her. And she realized like something in me has to change. 
I, I don't like being in this negative state all the time. I don't like being depressed or anxious or just making other people feel bad because I don't feel bad. So she went and got help. She started working on her mindset and trying to like shift those negative thoughts into more positive things. Despite what happened to her as a child, she's like, okay, this is not my fault. I forgive my father for what he did to me. Yes, this happened, but I have to continue to move forward. And she used her pain and turned it into her passion to help other people to the point where she ended up taking her father and her mother in at some point when her father went. She took care of this man. Mind you, he sexually assaulted her all her life. All her life. Yep. And on his deathbed, he told her, I am so sorry for what I did to you. But she had already forgiven him and already been where she's at in her life. But she didn't let that stuff dictate what path she went. She just flipped it, got help, first of all, and continued to just use that pain to help other people. And still doing it to this day. Yeah. And see, some some people that that may have happened to, they're wallowing in that. So that's where the depression, mm, yep. anxiety, and everything is coming from. And they're comfortable in that because they feel like this is life. This is how I'm supposed to be. I'm not supposed to be better than this. I'm not supposed to have this, have those things. And that's where that mental health kicks in and it, it plays that card where it, it, it holds some people captive. Mental health is, is a prison. Mm -hmm. You have to decide how you're going to handle your sentence in that prison. Mm -hmm. I, don't, uh, I wouldn't say prison as much. I, I would say um, it's a door. It's you got to decide are you going to stay in the room or are you going to walk the fuck out? Because prison, to me, when I hear prison, I think yo, yeah, you twenty five to life. You ain't got no. Uh, no prison. People get out of jail. People get out of jail every day. <laughs> Some when a lot of after people get out of time. people. People get that's right. And everybody time is not extended. Some people only in there overnight. They make out of prison. They bond. I ain't doing this shit no more and walk out. And they get out. Yeah. Some people be like, hey, I made my bond. Or, hey, I only had to sit here overnight till I sobered up and got it together, and I'm out. And I don't want to go back. See, some people are comfortable with, with going back and sitting in whatever it is that they yeah. was already sitting in. Yeah. That come, it's good being comfortable. I'm, everybody don't like being uncomfortable. I'm one of them ones. I don't always like being uncomfortable. Sometimes it's some places I like to sit in for a little bit. But I know the places I don't like sitting in and mental health and having a depression, they ain't it. Right. Some people so choose I take my, that they're familiar I, with. What? Some people choose the devil that they're they are familiar with. Yeah, you're very much right. You're very much right. It's an interesting conversation. Yeah, I mean, that like I said, we we're we're gonna have good days. We're gonna have bad days, but in the end, it determines how you're gonna sit in that bad day. How you gonna get through? How you're gonna get? How how you gonna handle the bad day? You gonna handle the bad day? You gonna mope all day and look all down in the mouth and blah blah blah. Shit, get that good cross screen and let's get it. Don't 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 sit in it. Cause once you get comfortable with sitting in that shit, it gets more and more comfortable, more and more comfortable, and you just falling deeper and deeper in that. If you need to get help, and we say it all the time, if you feel like you need help, get the damn help. 
go to somebody. If meds is your answer and you feel like that's what you need to do because you need that help, go get you some damn meds. Fuck what grandma and mama and them say that we don't do the medication and we don't do mental health and that's the devil and all. Go, go get you some medication. If you got to get on that shit to get you where you need to be able to function, to get out that hole, do that shit. Don't let nobody dictate how you handle your mental health because it's yours. Handle that shit. You know, people say, hey, you know, um, it's the food we eat. A lot of us being the same, that the food black people eat, they've been eating since slave days because sometimes that's what it is. And as you discover, a lot of it ain't good for us. We, you know, they eating hog moths and chitlins. Baby, some of us, that gout will fuck you up eating some damn hog moths and chitlins. And eat. Everything that we had back then ain't good for us now. A lot of us can't tolerate that because I know, let me eat a pork chop if I want to. I'm going to be on the floor, balled up, sick as a dog. I'm going to pay for eating that pork chop. Plain and simple. So there's some things in life that you can't do. So you're going to have to make that decision. Am I going to eat this and pay the consequences or I'm just going to hook this chicken up real good and imagine it's a pork chop? Uh, I think support and trust is a factor also. You can't expect people to come out of a funk if they don't have, for one, the trust where they can go to somebody and say, I have this going on. I need help. They may feel it here, but they don't know, okay, what do I do? I don't want to be in this spirit. How do I come up out of it? You got to have somebody that you can trust to even open up about these feelings to find out, okay, what kind of help, what should I do? You can send somebody to therapists. You got people that have doctors that go to a doctor's visit and won't even tell their doctor what's really wrong. How's your health? Oh, I've been good. Knowing they feel like death. They kneecaps hurt. They head hurt. They eyes hurt. They can barely see, but they're lying about it. You know, the trust needs to be there too. And then having that supportive person to be there, like, I got your back through this. Don't just tell them, go get help. And then be like, holler at me when you better support them through that shit. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just want to double back just a little bit on what DA said about these people that go on Facebook and stuff like that and have these sabbaticals. It is a cry for help. That's your first sign. I need help. Something's going on. I'm going to take this moment. I'm overwhelmed. I'm going through some, I'm going to be gone. Y'all. This is their way of saying, I need help. Somebody check on me. Sometimes it's not attention. And I'm saying that because I've lost friends on my other side of Facebook who did that. And everybody was like, okay. Or they said nothing. And then we hear, oh, this person died. I didn't know. Well, they just said they was going to take this time off. They need a break. They overwhelmed and nobody said nothing. Sometimes people don't, again, trust to say, I need somebody. Can I confide in you? Do you care enough for me to open up and, and, and tell you that I have a problem? It could be the mm. first time. And I feel like a lot of those people, that's what they did. They said, hey, I'm taking this moment and waited for someone to care. And they yeah. didn't. And yeah. now they're dead and everybody, I wish I had known he was going through that. 
Mm-hmm. He made that post and you said nothing. That was that red flag. That was that flag. And sometimes it's a little bit more. And when I see those people now on my posts and they say that, are you good? Are you okay? Are you taking this just because you need to back up? Or do you need some help? And a lot of them, I bullshit you not, it has been, no, I'm really going through something right now. And it's like, okay, well, what's the next? You know, now I didn't got myself in some shit. Like, oh shit, what do we do now? But sometimes they just need that mm-hmm. positive and just to get it out sometimes. And that's it. They don't have nobody else to talk to, especially when you have these family members that, like Ooh. you said, uh, you too blessed to be sitting up here moping around this house like you don't have a job. You too blessed to act like you have a car. You too blessed. And it's like, okay, yes, I have these things, but up here, some extra shit's going on that you don't mm. understand. You see these blessings because you may not have it. So you see these as blessings or things I should be happy about, but up here, some other shit is going on. Like me, oh, you too blessed. You got a house, you got a job, you got, and I'm like, but you don't know what I'm going through in my head right now. While you see all these blessings, there's other shit working in the background that's stressing me the hell out that you don't see. So we have to look at it, you know, both ways too. And you and know I'm what? Yeah, from everybody. I, I love I my. Love, I love that you said that because you just reminded me of something. Um. Oof, you reminded me of something. So my beginning of my week was very rough because um, I just like you said with the Facebook, my sister posted, I'm going to call it a bat signal the other day that set me the fuck off last Saturday. And I think it was after the podcast. And when she said, all right, life, you win. That shit put me in a totally different fucking place. Mm -hmm. And I reached out and she didn't respond. So my mind is all fucked up because I know that my sister deals with mental health issues. Like, sadly to say, all my dad's children do. He passed that shit down like it was a fucking baton. None of us should have grabbed that bitch either. But Mm -mm. we all deal. And earlier that day, I'd seen my dad. And he was telling me about the struggles that my brother is having. And then he got to telling me about um, my one of my other sisters. Um, she has a lot on her plate dealing with her being a caregiver of two family members with health issues. And one of them are having mental health. And she's that one. So that burden of her being a caregiver, not only for her mother, but her uncle, is a lot on her plate. Um And then this sister, which is kind of, I guess you could say, the baby sister for us. And she shot her shit. And seeing the worry on my dad's face, not saying that he don't know, because he knows. Like I said, he knows we all deal with mental health. But the look on his face was the first time I can say I seen this serious concern for him, for his children and their mental health. Um, And that shit bothered me. And then to come home, get on the podcast and be on Facebook and see my sister shot a bat signal and nobody addressed the bat signal. Nobody was like, hey, you okay? Nobody. 
And I'm like, if you don't answer this fucking phone, we finna have a problem, dog. Like, talk to me because you know I got you. Like, she had a, she was in a bad place a couple, couple of years ago when she lost her husband. And she was like, it, it took a lot. It was a lot on her. You know, she has three kids um, and she was in a very bad place. And I literally had to be that person for my sister for like months, check, constant checking in, giving her positive um, things. And this was like a three or four month ordeal every day. And I didn't miss a beat with my sister because my thing is. I don't want to wake up and find out as much as I'm an advocate for mental health and find out that one of my siblings have taken themselves out. I couldn't, I couldn't handle that at all. That would put me in. Yeah. I couldn't handle that. So even as though I am already spent and I am that strong person, I'm the strong people. When they check on strong people, I'm that strong person that, and the oldest, where I'm always checking on my siblings, I found myself, even after that, reaching out even more to make sure that they were okay. Checked in every day with my sisters. I don't see a post or whatever else. I'm, hey, hey, what's up? You know, that kind of thing, because I've seen it. You know, I've seen and noticed the signs. And like, that's just one of those things that heavy. A lot of people don't realize a lot of things that we have on our plate. Even as me being a single mom, I have a son with autism. My week is my week to week is already designed for me. I know we're having therapy on this day, on this day. I know we have, he has his therapist, mental health therapist and stuff that we deal with also. So he has appointments during the week. My schedule is already booked from week to week because I'm making sure that he's getting the help that he needs, making sure that he has that outlet, not only outside of me, but a male that he's comfortable with speaking to if he has questions, if he's feeling some type of way. So my thing is definitely I, I push that help because I'm making sure my child has that, mm-hmm. you know. So a lot of times it's being a caregiver. I don't get a break. I'm with my son. If he ain't in school, I'm with my my son is with me. I can't tell you the last time I took a vacation where I was not with my kid or my my oldest, which she's grown now. But I can't tell you the last time I had a mommy break or overnight because I don't have the help like that to be able to take that now i do have uh like you know pinks me and pinks have talked about some stuff this week and she's like bring them over here no helper you need a damn break like i need a break i ain't finna take my kid over there and your ass need a break just like i need a break bitch we trying to go somewhere together and be (laughs) mommy free it's like you get that point to where you be like oh what if i was irresponsible like some of these fathers what if we would just like Fuck these kids and went on and had us a mommycation because we don't get mommycations. Like people don't think about, yes, we are parents, but when you got that other level and you have another care, another two, three kids, or you're just that person, you're that person and you don't get a break. That's a whole nother level of mental health. When you don't get to, you don't get to Wusa and I don't trust everybody with my kid. So that, that's another damn down. Trust everybody with my son. 
family from family there's some friends i'm gonna say associates that i wouldn't trust with my kid either so i, I don't trust everybody with my kid so with that that adds a whole nother level of okay well shit you well, i'm going on somewhere shit you finna be rolling on the side of me okay. but um there are only about two three people that i do trust with my kid i ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie to you but we're all single mothers pretty much chilling in that same damn boat yeah so yeah but yeah definitely like um like they say when they say check on your strong friends or that strong family member do that and i actually can say somebody checked on me this week and they was like hey checking on the strong checking on the strong one and i really appreciated that more than anything i really appreciate that because they knew that i had took that on and they was just like when i vented about it they were like wow i'm just trying to digest that you're taking all of this on and everybody's mental health is on you right now like mm -hmm. that's just yeah and I, I will not lie, I took that upon myself because that's just not something that I don't, friends included. And just speaking of peace, and this was a conversation me and Pink's had, um, it was last week, when somebody that's having mental health issues tell you, hey, my anxiety is rah, 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 and don't, don't tell nobody, oh, get over it, just get your ass on the plane, or don't, or you'll be all right, just go take a nap. It ain't simple like that. It, it really is not. And if somebody has felt the need to actually tell you, hey, my depression is this right now, or my anxiety is this, don't be dismissive and be like, oh, I didn't think you were serious. Mm -hmm. Bitch, mental health is not something to play with. Yes, motherfucker is serious. Mm -hmm. <laughs> ain't nobody standing in line. I, I'm damn sure nobody was in the going and standing in the line well, there's a sign saying depression and anxiety, and somebody was running like, Ooh, wow, some of that. Let me go get some of that. Let me get two <laughs> scoops. Yeah, let me, let me get let me get three scoops of that on a waffle cone. Put some nuts and stuff. Wasn't nobody running? In, wasn't nobody in the line and raising their hand said, Ooh, 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 I want some. I want some. Yeah. That, I, I guarantee you that wasn't what the hell was going on. Sprinkle um, a little insecurities on top of that too. Man, make yeah. it. That that is what the hell we was doing. We we I, I can't tell you nobody that has depression or anything mental health was standing in the line saying, Yeah, I want some. Give, give, give me some of that. I um yeah, I, I I'm very sure that ain't what the hell happened. Yeah, we, we didn't volunteer and like opening them like, yep, I want some of that, dog. Give me that right there. No, that that wasn't what we was doing. <laughs> Yeah, that wasn't what the hell we was doing. But I mean, it's like I, I, I can vouch for people that you know you could say something and people don't take you serious. I, I've had somebody do me like that twice. I was like, I didn't know you had that. Uh bitch, I've been having this as a kid. Where you been? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hello. I've had that one too. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know. You know, I agree that um, about like the last moment when it's when it's all too late. You people be like, "Dad, know that they were going through this," or like, "I wish I could have helped." Like <clears throat> when I was having my 
like trying to get everything last week with COVID and all that, I told one of my friends because um, she was like checking on me like a clock to make sure, you know, just to see how I was doing. And I told her, I was like, I felt like people forgot about me. Right. Mm. Like I, I I felt like that. Yes, I was sick and stuff, but I felt like like damn when when I know certain people are sick or they're going through, like I make it my goal to make sure they're okay, you know? Yes. And I felt like, well, even if I didn't respond, like you could have still checked on me. Yes. But instead you send me messages about you or stuff that like I can't even <laughs> but a mental capacity to focus on. And I told my friend, like, yo, now I see what people mean when they be like they feel lonely. Yes. Like nobody sees you and or you know that they're going through something, but you just so caught up in the thought that, girl, I know you're going to be okay. But like at this point, I don't feel like I'm going to be okay. Yes. And you're not caring enough to even act. Like really, like how are you feeling? But it's still about you, you know? And that's the unfortunate part. That some people, like you said, unfortunately, they don't have the support or they don't trust people enough where they want to get to a point where I can trust you so I can pour out how I feel and you not judge me, but maybe you just show me some compassion and maybe help me through or maybe not just listen to me. Let me just release this at this point in time. And yeah. unfortunately, a lot of people don't have it, you know, Um and I think it just, it just builds up until they are in a position where they find ways to appropriately manage it or they find their tribe. I call it like their tribe, you know? Yeah. And unfortunately, what I have realized more so these last couple of months is you will have, I hate to say this, but you will have strangers support you more than your close friends and family. You better speak on it. <laughs> and you look like, I don't, I barely even know some of these people or this person, but where have mm -hmm. you been there for years? Or like, where's my blood at? You know? Look here. With funniest thing, and we can all kind of vouch for this, even with doing this podcasting thing, <laughs> we have more people that we've met in this last year that supports and rocks with us than we do have family members and friends. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm, and it's crazy to me because I'm that person that I'm, I normally support everybody, whatever somebody's doing, blah, blah, blah. Me being there for people. I'm that person. But when it comes down to supporting me and my podcast, I have more strangers that I've met while podcasting that actually rocks with and fucks with us and is genuine. Mm -hmm. Then I have family. Like I, I kind of laughed a little bit um, when earlier this week I made an announcement about us making it onto Pandora. Somebody that has never watched my podcast felt that we made it big time and now that we made it big time they wanted some perks and benefits yeah i hadn't told y'all i hadn't yeah. i hadn't told y'all that part 
<laughs> you better go go Mike Jones on that back then. Then won't me that we ain't finna play that. So it Ooh. was just it was just funny. They was like, "Ooh, I need this and I need that." Which I, I you ain't watched. We got what 75, 76 episodes, and I ain't seen you watch every motherfucking episode. Hell, I even sent you the link of an episode tonight. You better be nice. They might be watching right now. They might. I they love might. you, but I'm just being honest. Truth <laughs> hurts. See, if we talking about being honest, I don't I don't lost friends over this podcast, which is interesting. Like long-term friends, like it's it's interesting because the reason why like everybody know we started this as therapy for each other. Got it. So their issue was I talk more on I talk more openly on the podcast to, than I did to them. And I'm just like I talk to you a lot. You just don't goddamn listen. And they got, they got, literally got upset and stopped talking to me. Man, I haven't talked to them since last, what, July? And I'm just like, really? That Damn, show, what, was, yeah. what was that that so, Sir God said earlier? He made a comment about that, about when, you, when you're growing, um, you're going to lose some people. He, he yep. said something about that. And I think we've definitely... When we've since we've started this, we have lost some people. Like I, I, I cut somebody off that I've been knowing since I was a teenager, just because they didn't respect my podcast, and we wasn't on the same page. Like I think it was the crazy part. I'm like, dude, do you realize not realize the blood, sweat, and tears, the money that I put into pod doing this podcast? Like this ain't some shit in the basement get on when I feel like it like this podcast now lately since we've hit our year this is a job and a half for us like we are straight hustling because there's a place where we're trying to get to so there's a whole ass um hustle that we are doing right now trying to get where we want to get to where we got some finances coming up through here like it, it just ain't something just, oh, okay, it's bored. I ain't got shit to do. Let me go ahead and get on here. No, this is consistent. This is work finding guests and, you know, getting everything aligned and showing growth and everything. So, like, this, this is my baby. Like, this is my, like I said, this is my shadow work. This is my therapy at the same time. This is me putting a lot of my, I put a lot of my personal shit on this podcast mm -hmm. I, i'm 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 going against the grain in a lot of situations with the shit that i say on this podcast with my family and with a lot of friends mm -hmm. yeah yep and like being a private person like this is like very uncomfortable for a lot of folks so it's interesting that the uh how things have turned out the last this last year yeah, yeah. It, it it's it's been a wake up, and like I said, as many people as I've supported their dreams and every little oh I want to start this, and I've been there and supported, and I can honestly say I didn't get that. I, I haven't gotten that back. This podcast has been going on for a little over a year now, and I'll be like, mm. I've some people I'll be like, oh, I'm still waiting to see your name in them goddamn comments, but I ain't 
seeing you say, hey, thank you, congrats, we proud of you. Like, I know who watches and I know who don't watch. Like, and the people that watch and support us, they're, they're family now because we've connected and we've built some great bonds with people. So we've, we're family now, but I got a lot of family members as big as my family is, I can count on my hand about how many family members has actually checked out my podcast. My dad, my brother has been on. Mm-hmm. One of my brothers watch. He sometimes he in the background when he home commenting in the background, but like actually family members that watch. I know my mom has watched. But yeah, my son watches. Unfortunately, sometimes <laughs> he be like, "My No, that's these fools over here with these goddamn on fireworks. I'm finna call nine one one. Oh, because I started hearing it at first, and at first I was like, "I hope that ain't no gunshot." But now I'm hearing them setting it off, and I'm like, "So I said I'm finna have to call." I'm gonna have to call. I thought that was done. I was like, oh, "Okay." I'm. Yeah, see, my mama just came out through. I'm like, what the hell? So yeah, like, no, they they setting it off over here. That's why I was playing. I was like, yeah, I'm finna call nine one one because I snitch. The non emergent line. Yes, I I, I know. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, know, know. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know. Hold, baby, I got a direct line because when COVID was in, in full bloom and all these folks was wandering around here having to have all these fifty these. 50 people at their house. I was on. So um, they got 23 people in here, and then they got about 18 in the house that I seen. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was, baby, I was snitching. So when I when we finish this um, and they still popping them, I'm going to just take a stroll. So how, what, what, what the hell does that have to do with mental health? Like, hey, first of all, don't don't go there because your butt just oh, said, "Dang, what's going on?" I'm explaining to you. Yeah, I thought it was thunder. I was like, about to be old, old and country, baby. You need to get off that electricity now before you get struck. <laughs> yeah. No, that's one of them out here popping them. So, like I said, if they're popping them when we finish, I'm gonna take that roll around the neighborhood, which I'm pretty sure I know what house it is, and I'm gonna nicely call the non-emergency line. And direct them right on over there to their casa. Because we have older, and that's another thing. We have older people over here. A lot of them are military vets. That PTSD is real. And people don't consider that. And you know what I mean? So some of them are sitting over here freaking out. That's all right. That's all right. Don't still change. No shit. Cause they y'all ain't y'all. First of all, it ain't even a holiday, and we ain't supposed to pop firecrackers in this area in the first place. But y'all popping big stuff, so that's why I say I'm pretty sure I know who it is. Cause they do it every time. They they pop big stuff, but they don't take into consideration the the elderly people that we have. And on this end where I am, like it is a lot of elderly people over here. And like I said, they're ex vets, so you know. PTSD is real, mental health. Yeah, it is. I, I got PTSD now. That's why I'm, well, no, no, I don't. I'm lying. I ain't got it. Because some people, then you start, uh, you say that and they start trying to take your guns away. Never mind. I ain't got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 
You know what? I am fine. You know well, what? So this comment from Miss Lisa, she said, when God starts working on you and you start really allowing him to move in the right directions, you will lose family and friends. They will not be able to understand you. And you got that right, man. You, She hit the nail on the head because people are like, why are you doing this? What is, what is, um, what, 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 what's this for? What you doing? The part about it is they don't understand mental health. That's the crazy part about it. Like, that's that's what it boils down to. They don't understand. Like, you're doing this for the betterment of your mental health, your thought, your brain capacity. Man. But. Yeah, I, and and that's that that killer. Like, that was the other part where people didn't like. You said people didn't understand. Like, this is for me. This ain't for you. <laughs> this is for me. Now, it, the, the other purpose is also. If we always feel if we can help somebody, mm-hmm. one person, that that just that just fulfills my purpose. Like I'm grateful and I'm thankful for that. And I mean, we we've you know we've gotten feedback over the over the the year where somebody's like, man, I didn't know this. Man, thank you for that and this and this. So I'm I'm appreciative and even more humble when we have those moments. I, I rather those moments than the numbers on social media here and there. I'd rather be able to um, help people in certain situations such as mental health, because if I have the information, I have no problem with helping other people, sure, you know, sure, with, in, sure. with any information and knowledge that I have. So I, I'm game for that. Like one of my favorite episodes to talk about is autism because that's one of the things where a lot of people you really do get stuck. Like people be like, okay, I got this diagnosis, I don't know what, or and they be like, oh, you said that I didn't even know that that was a thing, or that was this and this and this. So like, I get inboxes, um, you know, things like that. People reach out to us to even discuss those things. So they were like, hey, what was that you gave out, or what was that? How do I need to do this? How do we? And I'd be like, okay, cool business. So. You know, that if we can help anybody from any information, the things that we talk about, discuss something's relatable, give you a voice, I'm good with that. That That's what makes my day more than the numbers. So because a lot of people that deal with mental health, one of the most common things they think is they are alone. So as long as a person knows that they're not alone, whether you know them personally or not, or the fact that someone else may have been through an experience that they are, they're going through, I think that helps people. Or for me, I know, for me, if I see someone that may have gone through something that I went through, that's one of the first things I think, like, oh, crap, like, I'm not by myself. Yeah. You know? And if it's something such as, like, a podcast or a YouTube channel, whatever, it attracts them to you more because yeah. they want they want to hear more what you have to say you know i think with with mental health if you're in a position where you are seeking help and or you're just focusing on like your personal development you're you you will sway more towards people you have things in common with people that have you know dealt with some of the similarities that you have i know i see a lot where um women deal with like postpartum depression mm-hmm. you know? and i i because you know I, I'm I haven't had any children, 
but I have friends that have had kids and they've gone through it and I see it so much online and people, the main thing that woman says is like, my husband doesn't understand. He doesn't understand what I'm going through. Of yeah. course, the man, or he doesn't understand what my body is going through. So it makes them not open up more. But then the more that people are talking about these topics and things, it's attracting and aligning people their way so they can get this stuff out. And, yeah. you know, like you guys, you built this platform to, to do shadow work, to help you heal. Even though you are, you may talk about things that you never discuss openly. Mm. I feel about you, but like when I talk about stuff openly that I talk about, I feel a relief lifted off my shoulders because I yeah. got it. Mm. You know, just think, just think how many other people, if they just talked to someone about things that's living deep down in them, you know, it may release some of that trauma and some of that anxiety and some of that negative energy that's, that's been indebted in them. And the more you continue to lead by example, hopefully someone else or other people are going to come along and they start to do the same thing. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, that's that's what's up right there, for real. That's what's up. I mean, it is. Hey, a lot of stuff opens the door for conversation. And a lot of times you figure out when you start conversating with people that they've had this experience, that experience, and that for those kind of things. And that's a lot of ways that we connect with people on here. I mean, from the people that we've had, we've pretty much have dang near everybody on almost every platform damn near covered. Um, mental health, life coaches, relationship coaches. Um, we've had some really awesome people um, on to talk about different things. Um, and they're all approachable, man. Felicia, Alta, Derek. Um, Natasha. Sean, yeah, Natasha. Like, we've had all kinds of therapists. Like, even the therapist we had on with her where she came on and talked about the video gaming and mental yeah. health. Like, we cover mental health because it, we know it's just one of those big things that people don't want to talk about or, you know, or struggling with because everybody's talking about keep it to yourself. No, don't yeah. keep it to your damn self. No, no. <laughs> it's a, I think mental health is the worst type of injury that a person can sustain because mm-hmm. it's not visible. Mm-hmm. You don't, you have, you show the signs and symptoms but yeah. it's not visible to the outside. So you can suffer in silence. Just like if you sprain, sprain your ankle, you can limp along and be fine. But you know your ankle is hurting like hell, but you don't show no signs mm-hmm. that you're being injured. Same thing with mental health. Yeah. Like you can limp along <clears throat> and see yeah. and seem fine, but at the end of the day, you suffering on the inside. Yeah. That's them hidden and them hidden scars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of hidden scars. And I'll ruffle these feathers real quick since we getting ready to leave. Everything you can't leave at the altar. Seek help. <laughs> oh, so you woke up and chose yeah. violence today. Yeah, because we got we ain't got that much time, so I can do that just like that. That's all I said. I'm done. She gonna drop the bomb. She you oh, know, yeah. you know this every time she didn't talk tonight though, she dropping bombs though. And then go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, because she was over there slow nodding. I didn't seen her a couple of times. Yeah, she said night we were getting her. Yeah, I'm I'm um, about ready to take it to he the whispering sweet nothing. Go to sleep, baby. Yeah, I got you. It looks, <laughs> you know, feel good. You know, just go to sleep. 
blank blank real slow one time. <laughs> And she over there just going with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know how to talk to me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. So, um, well, because we coming up on the two hour as usual. So mm -hmm. we can go ahead and uh, work on these do to start our outros. And um, <laughs> Hope said, wake up. I'm, look, <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Oh. Oh. Yeah. oh, and she been rolling with us hard. Hope has been supporting us since day one. I remember when the first day I told her that this is what I wanted to do, and she was like, "Do it, I got you." She's that. She's also my backup. She's awesome with my son. My baby loves her. Uh, she is my son's best friend's mom. So that's why I said the other person that I trust with my son. She's that other person besides Pink. So. Um, and she's awesome. Like I said, she she definitely supports us um, and all. So I definitely, man, appreciate the love. Um, but yeah, we can go ahead and uh, roll with our outros. I'm going to actually let uh, Shakita start with her outro tonight because, you know, we got Deacon Long-Winded over there and he, he, he be, oof. We we all might be sleep when he giving his outro because he he long winded. He finna give a whole I just got a lot to say. Don't hate. Well, I um I um want to thank you guys for allowing me to come on your platform um to give this wonderful awareness tonight. Um, and I hope that someone that's listening now, whether they're on the live or the replay, they they gain something positive from it and that they know if they are a person that's you know hurting in silence or if they you know feel like they don't have support to just reach out to someone you know just leave a comment on the video i'm pretty sure you check your comments and stuff or okay. whatever you know leave a comment on the video like you never know how someone can help you and i know a lot of times like we said some people just have trust issues you know or they just feel like People won't understand them, but I wholeheartedly believe that, you know, closed mouths don't get fed. And sometimes if you don't say anything, mm -hmm. you never know how someone could possibly put you in the right direction of getting you whatever, you know, assistance or help that you really need. So, no, you're not alone. You know, you may feel like you're walking the struggle alone, but you're not. You know, just the help is out there. Just build up the courage to just, you know, ask for and just keep moving, keep moving forward. I always say, keep going, <laughs> keep going. Definitely, definitely. Uh, uh sleep, sleepy head. You want to get your, your, your outro, sleepy yeah. head. Um, I just want to say thank you so much, Chiquita, for coming on tonight and sharing with us and being a part of the transparency. As always, this is what we need. Um, like she said, you're not alone. Don't feel like you're alone. You may be struggling through something. We all have different things going on. But this mental health thing, it's not just you. You, you don't have to suffer in silence. If you have somebody that is there for you and that support person, that person you trust, as much as you put into them, make sure when they need you, you return the favor. Don't be one of them people to just pile your shit up on your person. And when they need you, you don't have nothing to give them. 
mm. refill their cup. Do Ooh. not be that friend. We do not like that friend. Mm. Don't like that kind of people. Don't do that. Period. That's selfish. <laughs> Don't call and say, hey, and dump all your shit. And mm. then how you doing? Oh, okay. Oh, girl, let me call you back. Don't do that. Don't mm. do that. Hate it. Hated it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's all I got to say on that one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I hate that. I, I didn't cut off a lot of people with that one too. The one sided relationship. Yeah. Don't call me dumping your shit over here. And don't don't even phone. Yeah, it'll make you not answer your phone. Be like, you know what? Yeah, don't even and don't even ask me how I'm doing before you start. Yeah, no, I don't do that one. I can't stand it. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh Sir, uh, which are you having a mental health issue? Were you bobbing your head to? Oh, oh, oh you was bobbing. Okay, well, go go ahead. I'm gonna take it you on a work call and work that out right quick because we can't hear you. Oh, I'll hold the whole conversation on mute. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, nah, I'm gonna just say it like this, like. Uh, take care of yourself. Um, if you're struggling, let somebody know. Uh, allow somebody to help you if their uh, intentions are good. Um, and know that this is a silent killer. Mental health is a silent killer. Mental health is linked to every disease. Every disease known to man. Believe it or not, mental your mental status impacts how you re- recover from every disease known to man. So take care of yourself. That's all I got. <clears throat> oh, baby. That was, that was short and sweet. Look at God tonight. Amen. Um, yeah, definitely um, take care of yourself. If you feel like you need help, get the help. Um, get the help. Point blank period. Therapist, like I said, if you need medication, um, do do what do what's best for you. Nobody has to walk in these shoes and live this life but you. So do what you need to do to make you better, make you greater. Um, even if you need to heal from some childhood trauma that keeps creeping up on you, that puts you in a bad headspace, guess what? Find you somebody, a healing therapist or someone um, that can help you address those things and to get the help that you need, do that. Because um, even myself, I can tell you over these this last year, we've ran across some awesome life coaches and and everything. And one of the things that I noticed that is the trigger for my depression is my childhood trauma. So being aware that I need to heal from those things helps me better. And some things you never thought that would have you in that hole is like, that's what the hell that is. So being having those extra set of eyes to look at things that you didn't see that that's what that was or why this is this, it helps a lot. It definitely does. Like I said, we've had people on um, that are life coaches and uh, therapists and stuff that we have available as well. If you have questions or want some assistance, or I need to know, hey, who the people we've been on that have been on here that can help? Inbox us, Facebook, um, YouTube, like we're on everything. Pandora, 
<laughs> we're 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 on everything pretty much like seriously dang it everything so reach out um ig message us if you need to know or even on the the videos message us comment on there and we can if the person didn't um announce their information on there um we can get y'all the the contact people but we have some really really awesome people that we've had that are great that we trust that i know are not only helping us on our healing journey but they have helped other people that have been in the comments that wanted to be better greater and are working with them as well and they're not expensive um those that do charge are not expensive um so yeah because I, I did a I did my little first little healing session with Alta Gracia and I, because of what was going on with my mental health and me worried about my siblings, I cried through the whole goddamn episode. This whole two hours, my ass was boohooing and crying. So, uh, yeah, but, uh, Hey, we, we, we got some stuff done and figured some stuff out. And I was like, bam, let me get this, let me get this work and do the work and, Hey, that, that's what it is. That's what it's going to be. So, um, like I said, definitely just, just get help. Um, one of the other things, and um, we had an episode on mental health. It might have been last year's episode. And I want to drop this before we um, get off because it slipped my mind already a couple of times. We have this thing that we put in place after somebody commented um, that was watching before um, and she was a psych nurse. And she said, with your friends or family, have a safety word. Have that have your have a distress word um, to let people know that you're in a bad place. Now we between the three of us, we had created a a, a Batman code word. But somebody always forgets the code word. I ain't going to say no names, but somebody is always forgetting the word, the distress word. But for your friend. Damn, nigga, you going to let her do, her do you like that? I guess so. <laughs> See how they tell on themselves? So we had after this time, after this episode, we had created a word. For when we're in a bad place and we just need to talk. And this 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 is for when you need to talk. You don't need that person to talk back. You just need to vent, get it off because you're in a bad place. So you, you know how Kevin Hart used to holler back in the day, pineapples. That was the <laughs> little safety word. So we had created a word, but as you see, the people that told on themselves never remember the code word. <laughs> But do that. Create a word with you and the people that are in your circle, the people that you trust with your mental health. When you just need to talk, you don't need to hear back or all the extra. You just need that point because you you are trying to come out. We just do a jodeci. We do a jodeci. Don't talk. Just listen. You're not going to tell us the code word, did? I might need to write it down or something. I don't, I don't know. Well, you know, the code word has changed a couple of times because y'all could never remember okay, none of the wait. code words. Hey, hey, we supposed to be getting all, we, now we're getting personal. Okay, okay. We'll talk about that later. All right, yeah. Let me, let, let's, let's, children, let's, let's, wrap it up. Oh, they get on my nerves. So, again, uh, Chiquita, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate you 
more than you know, I'm pretty sure we will be having you back, ma'am. Because we have a little bit of, like I said, we pretty much talk about everything. And, mm -hmm. hey, if you call, if you need one of us, the three of us, holler. You know, somebody don't have good behavior. So, you know, sometimes we leave him out and we'll go get on other podcasts, too. But, you know, hey, if you if you need us, definitely holler. Uh, I'm like running back now. Who the fuck is him? <laughs> him downstairs. Him, him downstairs. <laughs> so, but if you ever need us, hey, like I said, holler. Um, we we go on other people podcasts and everything else, and who the we we've been busy than a mug lately. Don't so that. don't forget this week. Yes, I'm about to I'm about to announce it now. I was just about okay. to do it. So on um. And I did see him in the comments. He was actually in the comments earlier, too. So this week, y'all can get a triple dose of the black sheep. Whew. Yeah, we the three black sheep is going to be in rare form this week. Um, on the 24th, I believe that is Tuesday. Making sure it's Tuesday and not Wednesday because in my mind, yes, Tuesday. We will be on Talk to Q. That will be at 7.30 on Tuesday on YouTube. We will post the link on our page so that y'all can come over there and check us out and uh, support and vibe with us then. On Friday, you want to go on and make that announcement, piece? What we doing? Why on you got to put that on me to say stuff like that? Okay. So on Friday, we will be uh, revamping and introducing Black Sheep after dark see us at nine o'clock on friday yes. so uh one of the people that we have definitely created a, a family ship with sean the don uh with uh the evening rush network we will be he is allowing us to premiere our first episode on his network and if y'all have not seen our episode with them, we cut up. So with Don and Rainbow, it is going to be very interesting. <laughs> Hopefully we won't get kicked off because we're going to cut the hell up. But it's going to be all fun. It is going, Fridays is going to be our more of adult conversations because we try to keep this kind of open um to all depending on the topics but you know sometimes somebody mouth be a little outrageous so uh but friday nights is gonna be for the adults so we are gearing that towards a later time of nine o'clock to where we talk about whatever friday's topic though um per rainbow so you know that this black sheep didn't do it is freaks come out at night you know if you're an adult you know damn well that song. We all know that song, Freaks Come Out of Night. If you are an adult, you, we know that song. And that was the jam back in the day. So that will be our topic for Friday. So definitely tune in. We will also post the link on that because um, we are, like I said, going to be on the Evening Rush Network for that one. And then on Saturday, we will be back here to discuss Insecure. Mm. Mm. That's a good one. <laughs> Cause we, I didn't had some some. It didn't been some stuff this week that I I didn't encountered with people showing their insecurities 
about things and in massive ways that I was just like befuddled and like you you mm. but hey I can't knock nobody insecurities but it was some things like me being everybody older has, everybody has an insecurity no, we do but it's some things that people be insecure about that I was just kind of like like I got one one nipple bigger than the other look save that for Saturday <laughs> You know what? We probably done lost half of the viewers. They ain't even gonna come now because they don't want to hear about your nipple problems. Well, you yeah, I, I was, I was ready. You got you got hair on one nipple and not the other. So see, I was ready to just go and log out myself with everybody at after he made that announcement. So we own it. I so thank, thank y'all again for tuning in. Uh, if you're on YouTube, please make sure you like, share, subscribe, all that wonderful stuff. Even on Facebook, you can like, share, subscribe. So when we come on, the notifications come up and you know that y'all are rolling with us. So we greatly appreciate, um, as we said before, audio wise, if you like listening to stuff at work, hey, we are now on uh, Pandora. Um, we are on Apple. We are on Anchor. All those other things, audio places, um, uh, Spotify, where you can, hey, listen, you don't have to watch and see DA's mug. It might scare some of y'all. So, but basically, um, yeah, you have many ways to listen and watch and support us. We do also appreciate those that do and have been um, down like full flats with us. So tune in. Much love. We appreciate y'all as always. And be safe. Be blessed. And don't let these low vibrational be people bring y'all down. Because, ooh, the low vibration. Be here next week. Mm -hmm. Lord. Oh, and Fridays are Fridays also are pajama days. And bring your drink. Just FYI. It's grown on Fridays. Grown folks Friday. So we're going to do it too. So get your. You're going to have to drink water. We're not going to let you drink nothing stronger than water. You know what? Yeah. Go on to the end. Go on to the exit. Go on All to right. the exit. And we out. Much love. Peace.